This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hello and welcome to the program, UFO Warning. In this episode, we're talking about credible and urgent. That's correct. Credible and urgent. Now, those are the words used to describe the claims recently of whistleblower David Grush. We're going to take a look at this. This article comes to us from The Hill. I found it uh, on the MSN feed. It says, stunning UFO crash retrieval allegations deemed credible, urgent. And it says it's an opinion piece written by Merrick Von Rennenkamp, opinion contributor. Notice how they put this under opinion and not uh, science and technology or whatever. He starts off, he says, according to explosive reporting, the powerful internal investigative body that oversees the nation's intelligence agencies found a whistleblower's claims of an illegal government UFO crash retrieval and exploitation effort to be credible and urgent. To eliminate potential ambiguity regarding such an extraordinary development, a knowledgeable source confirmed to me that the intelligence community inspector general found allegations that there is a UFO crash retrieval program to be urgent and credible. Now, this is either the biggest, most detailed, uh, wildest limited hangout created, or there's some kind of fracture going on here within the deep state. That's my opinion. Beyond this stunning revelation, the whistleblower, a former high-level intelligence officer, is represented by a lawyer who served previously as the intelligence community's first inspector general, a Senate-confirmed position. That could be good or bad. I mean, this is a lawyer who's from the inside. These guys are all connected, so we don't know. The managing partner of the law firm representing the whistleblower reportedly co-signed the complaint submitted to the current intelligence community inspector general as noted in a legal analysis. And then he says, no lawyer, let alone two high caliber attorneys would sign such an extraordinary document without very credible source material. Well, we would hope that's true. But we've seen a lot of very powerful lawyers do some questionable things, I think, in the last six or seven years. Importantly, current and former officials vouched for the whistleblower, David Grush, while also corroborating the broad outlines of his allegations. Moreover, Grush spoke to Congress for hours, generating hundreds of pages of transcript. Grush also gave an exclusive interview to Ross Coltart of News Nation, which, like The Hill, is owned by Nexstar Media Group. Wow. Did you get that? It says Gresh also gave an exclusive interview to Ross Colthart of News Nation, which, like The Hill, is owned by Nexstar Media Group. Man, this is a problem with just a handful of these companies controlling all the media. We don't know, you know, really even who's telling this stuff half the time. We don't know their connections to the deep state. The whole It's just so confusing. For their part, Grush and other knowledgeable individuals who have spoken to investigators have little incentive to lie. I don't know about that. There's a lot of money involved once you become a UFO celebrity, and we don't know if this is part of this guy's mission or whatever. We have to take this one step at a time, and we have to judge the evidence for ourselves. Knowingly and willfully making false statements to the intelligence community, Inspector General carries the risk of financial penalties and imprisonment. At the same time, two high-caliber attorneys appear unafraid of the potential legal jeopardy of filing Gresh's complaint. Look, I, I, I'm this to me. That's a little bit of appeal to authority. So I don't need an appeal to authority. Okay, there's some kind of 
shenanigans going on here at the deepest level. We just need to see the evidence. We don't need to be told how spatial these guys are. We don't need to be told that they're incapable of lying to us because they're so qualified. We know that politicians lie all the time, and we know that politicians will do all kinds of terrible things in order to further their own careers. And it's no difference with these high-level government employees. I mean, can you imagine the profit motive behind securing some of this UFO metamaterial? What that would drive people to do? It's like it would be like uh, the capacity to mint gold out of lead. I mean, this is true alchemy. It says, for one, Grush has not provided proof of his allegations. There's that word again, proof. We're not talking about proof. We're talking about evidence. Similarly, the notion that such monumental revelations could remain secret for any any appreciable amount of time strains credulity. Now, I don't think so. The United States invented the atom bomb, and they did it all secretly. They had to build dams to create enough energy to enrich their plutonium. They had this nationwide network of manufacturing going on to build that bomb, and they kept it a secret. So that's not impossible. It says, according to Gresh, the evidence supporting his allegations highly classified, a reasonable claim. However, logic suggests, given the profound nature of allegations, the classified evidence Gresh provided to Congress and two inspector generals would have to would have to have been robust, detailed, and substantiated by other knowledgeable individuals for the intelligence community watchdog to deem his claims credible and urgent, quote-unquote. Well, we don't know what their motives are, number one. Maybe they're just covering their own rear ends. Maybe, like I said, this could be a limited hangout. We do know that these congressmen have seen things that they can't tell us about. Remember uh, Senator Kennedy telling you, lock your doors at night. To be sure, Grush could have conducted a Daniel Ellsberg-style leak of highly classified information. Yeah, he could have also ended up like Julius Assange. But from what is known publicly, Grush is making use of well-established, legally protected whistleblower processes by honoring his commitment not to divulge classified information properly. Grush appears to be proceeding by the book. As a former top secret security clearance holder, I can certainly respect his decision. Uh, You know what? I think when these guys open their pie hole about UFOs, they really should, in the very first sentence of the article, tell us, I am or I was a former top secret security clearance holder. That changes everything for me. If I'm, if I'm, uh, you know, out in a nightclub, say, when I was younger, say I'm at Walmart shopping and I run into a guy and we're just chatting, if he would tell me, by the way, I'm a made member of a major crime family, my interactions with that person might be a little bit different than if he was just some random dude that you ran into, okay? Your neighbors say, if you think that your neighbor looks works at the local factory or is a sales rep or whatever, you might have one type of interaction to him. But if your neighbor would disclose to you that he is a made member of a major crime family or perhaps a uh, undercover agent for the CIA, you might be a little more careful about how you talk to that guy. That's all I'm saying. So, and you might be have a little different way of looking at things if this guy comes to you, okay? He wants to brawl your lawnmower, not a problem. He wants to sell you life insurance, well, maybe not so much. You see what I'm saying? So these guys really should disclose this right up front. In my opinion, with the House Oversight Committee vowing to hold hearings, it is now up to congressional staff and the relevant inspectors 
general to adjudicate their investigations based on the evidence presented by Grush and, as noted, reportedly corroborated by individuals involved in the alleged program. Some of those individuals appear to have spoken in detail with author and political commentator Michael Schellenberger. As Schellenberger writes, numerous current and former officials confirmed the outlines of Grush's explosive allegations. The officials also provided context and descriptions of vehicles allegedly recovered by the by the surreptitious UFO retrieval and reverse engineering effort. Right now, this is all just hearsay until we have some names and some evidence to attach to this stuff. If Gresh's allegations are ultimately ultimately substantiated, how could such a monumental, earth-shattering development have remained secret for so long? Well, look at the people that are keeping the secret. It's not a secret to those of us that understand what's going on. It's not a secret to those of us that have had personal encounters or experiences or sightings or whatever. We know these things are real. We don't really care what they think. Maybe for some of the the normies out there that just want to have a you know a, a comfortable rest through life, sure they're all about normalcy bias. They're all about ignoring this stuff. So is it a secret or is it just a lie that two different groups of people have agreed upon so that they both feel better about it? It says this is a perplexing question, which based on my experience in government left me deeply skeptical of long-standing rumors of the existence of such activities. While only a thorough objective investigation will answer the question, it is plausible that the many individuals necessarily on the margins of such alleged efforts were led to believe they were recovering terrestrial as opposed to more exotic vehicles. Yeah, well, I guess if they're going to swallow that, you know, they're going to swallow that. We've, we've talked repeatedly about the Gary Nolan's uh, experiments and the people they tried to treat, the people that died. I think these people that are involved in this stuff probably have a pretty good idea of what they're involved in. Earlier this week, the Department of Defense released a statement in response to Grush's stunning allegations. According to the department, the Pentagon's new UFO office has not discovered any verifiable information to substantiate claims that any programs regarding the possession of reverse engineering or extraterrestrial materials have existed in the past or exist currently. Well, if you just stand in the corner with your eyes closed, you're probably not going to see anything. You know, kind of the monkey see, monkey do... But in this case, it's the three monkeys with the hands over their eyes, their ears, and their and their mouth. However, this may be clever wordsmithing. Grush claims that staff of previous UFO analysis programs were not read in. In other words, they're just not on an official need-to-know basis. That is, given access to information regarding the kind of activities that he and others allege exist. As such, it is conceivable that, like its predecessor organizations, the All Domain Anomaly Research Office, is simply not privy to the alleged program. It's, that's called plausible deniability. And that's where, you know, a lot of times when you go to a new job, especially if it's a, if it's a job like in a, you know, where there's a, a, a lot going on, say, there's the book they give you, the handbook, and then there's the book that's not written down anywhere. And that's the book that really runs the place. And that's the difference between a new employee and a guy that's been there for a while or a guy that's able to be there for a while is that he knows what the book says and then he also knows what the book that's not written down says, you know. And the problem is when the book that's not written down starts containing stuff that's illegal or unethical, that's when we develop problems. And that's the point that our government has gotten to. There's the book that's written down by Congress that tells them what to do. And then there's their own little black book and their own book of rules. And it's gotten so out of whack 
that 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 now it's almost ready to fold in on itself. I think it says. Of note, Gresh's striking statements about the retrieval of exotic craft of non-human origin were reportedly approved by the Pentagon's pre-publication review office, which scrutinizes books, movies, scripts, statements, blah, blah, blah. Some critics have questioned how, if such information is highly classified, the Pentagon cleared Gresh to make these explosive statements. Maybe they couldn't stop him. I don't know. He's not given up any actual details. He's not presenting evidence. He's just saying this or that. This could be some some way that they're messing with the Russians or the Chinese or even us American people. Like the Intelligence Committee's Inspector General, key national security-focused members of Congress found explosive allegations of illegal UFO crash retrieval activities credible. A major defense bill signed by President Biden in December established robust whistleblower protections. Well, that's what they claim. Like I said, the book written down and the book not written down. Federal law now bears the unmistakable imprint of individuals committed to exposing what they are convinced is a profound and long-concealed truth. I will believe that when they release all of the articles uh, regarding uh, JFK's assassination, RFK's assassination, and I'll believe that when they release the two main pictures they took of the moon that they won't show us. We, We have buildings full of secrets. Secrets of stuff that should just be so mundane and generic that it doesn't matter, like pictures of the moon. Those pictures should have been released years ago, but they don't, and the media doesn't cover it. And maybe the media doesn't cover it because they're all owned by four or five big conglomerates. I don't know. Look, there's one more thing I want to cover here before I close out, and that's this whole UFO story that happened out there in Las Vegas where you had the report of this UFO or possibly a meteorite coming down. And then after that, the people call in that they've seen these uh, aliens. And there was a picture circulating that claimed to be the imprint left by the alien ship. Now, there's been some stuff that come has come up. And I'm not saying that it didn't happen. I'm just saying we need to consider this. This is all evidence. We need to, we need to present all of it. And I need to be fair here. I put links on the Buy Me A Coffee site and on um, the Twitter site. And as always, thank you to the people that contributed on Biden McCoffey. But look, first off, uh, there is a recent blurb on that uh, Channel 8 News over in Vegas, and you can link to it. And George Knapp's on there. George Knapp had this story since like May something, right when it happened. He said uh, they were they were aware of it because they had heard it through the, grape, through the police grapevine. And I'll tell you, I'm getting a little tired of these reporters, celebrity reporters particularly, sitting on these stories. I mean, I don't know if they just do that because they're trying to get their uh, ducks in a row or if they're waiting for the news cycle to, you know, come around to where they can get maximum exposure, maximum clicks, maximum profit off these stories. Who knows? But I don't find it helpful. The, to me, the best thing that could be done is as soon as this, these things pop up, people put it on the internet, they put it on social media, and we all talk about it. And that way we can get information out there and let the narrative develop on its own as the facts emerge from the case. So what happened was we had we had this incident happen where this it looks like it could be a UFO or a meteorite through the sky. Boom. And so the first thing we get, first off, they let it set for like six weeks. George knows about it. Not telling anybody. Just let it set there. Let it percolate a little bit. Then they release a video, which is a little cloudy. Uh, the first video that uh, that uh, meteorite slice UFO, it looks like it's kind of zigzagging back and forth. Apparently, that must be because the body cam was moving. This latest video that George released, it looks more like a meteorite to me. I don't know. It's kind of coming down straight, 
but it doesn't really have a tail on it, so who knows, right? Anyway, you can clearly, they, and it's got volume this time. Amazingly, now the volume's intact. I, I don't like the fact that they release one video and then, you know, all this discussion happens. It's almost like they're going to keep it in the news cycle a little bit. I mean, look, here I'm talking about it. But you can hear this, what sounds like a sonic boom. Boom, it goes off as this thing goes overhead. Now, that could be a situation where that meteorite's actually entered the atmosphere. It's going over the speed of sound, and you can hear it crash. Now, you would think normally when that happened that there would be a crater somewhere where it landed at. I don't know. Maybe this thing just kind of scoops back out of the atmosphere, off into space. Maybe it, maybe it just dissolved when it got off camera. Or maybe it was an actual UFO that was just coming out at a high rate of speed, and it sounds like a sonic boom. That's what you would normally think of when you see a meteorite go overhead and there's a loud boom. Usually people are out there looking for those craters because those meteorites are worth money. So anyway, that 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 pushes me away from the UFO theory toward the meteorite theory. Okay, just looking at the video. And you can look at this thing and judge it for judge for yourself. That's one strike against it. The fact that George sat on it for six weeks. I, okay, maybe he's trying to collect more information. I don't know. But I, I, that maybe he just didn't put it out there because he's got like a kind of a, his own little news feed that he does. You know, you had the you had the Camp Wilson stuff and you've got all the other stuff going on. Maybe this is just their way of, you know, having this have, having this kind of a stream of stories come out. And then another thing that I found concerning about this whole story was uh, where the place is at behind that house where this UFO reportedly landed at. There's like forklifts and stuff back there. It's a gravel parking lot. That circle that people were posting online saying that was a picture of the uh, depression that the UFO made. I don't know. Someone said that could easily be a, a uh, forklift, you know, turning in a circle. I mean, I could see that. I, I, I'm not impressed with that. I mean, the, 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 the parking lot's got tracks all over it. So it, it's hard to say. And then finally, uh, they interviewed the people. They seemed evasive. One guy who reportedly seen it says he's got video of it, but he's not sharing it. So the witnesses are not acting in a transparent way. I have concerns about all that. So it was an interesting story. Uh, I have problems with it. The more I look into it, as far as Knapp sitting on the story, as far as the first video being released, almost like it's been like you've intentionally been given like the shaky, blurry, you know, Blair Witch version. Now we get the better version. It looks less like a UFO, more like a meteorite. Then we find out that yeah, people have contacted the witnesses, but they're all being very sketchy, very evasive. And yes, one of the witnesses claims he's got a, a video of it, but he's not showing it and he won't talk to anybody about it. What is he wait, trying to sell it? Is he just making this up? So, you know, the hallmark of truth is transparency. Remember that. The hallmark of truth is transparency. The hallmark of a lie is deception. I'm seeing a lot of deception and I'm seeing very little transparency. So, on this podcast, I try to bring you the truth about stuff, and it's fun and exciting to hear about these encounters, but we need to look at the evidence on both sides, and when you make a big claim like this, you need big evidence, so I just put it out there, and you decide for yourself. Until next time, this is UFO Warning, over and out.